Hello everyone, um, thank you very much for um, inviting me to speak to you today. Um, so I have the humongous task of representing most students at public higher education institutions um, in the UK in a year where we're seeing the higher education bill um, after a decade of like silence, but it's worse than we expected really. Um, so I will focus my comments obviously on the white paper, but also on the bill and the office for students and tell you what students think or like try to approximate what students think and at least tell you what students are telling NUS. Um, we've already I was going to talk a lot about neoliberalism actually but the previous presentation more or less um, covered everything uh, but what is really funny about the white paper is the reforms in the white paper is that they're very unconservative plans um, actually um, so again it's not it's it doesn't follow the logic of um, free markets like universities roam free do whatever you want to compete it's actually forced competition you, you don't want to compete please compete I'll incentivize you to compete please compete against each other um, and it's actually it's quite bureaucratic it's got um, state control over the business of universities and an increase in performance management and linking those incentives for institutions coming in the form of like a very low return on tuition fees um, rather than a teaching grant um, and yeah, basically it looks like the most communist plans you could ever think of um, <laughs> from a conservative government and doing it all wrong. This is not what communism is about. That's not the kind of communism I'd advocate. Um, yeah, of, inform of um, enforced competition um, and basically I've called it a neoliberal wet dream and I was told to like stop um, getting this image in people's heads but this is essentially how I'd like um, sum it up really um, and I think students students have had um, a very bad reception um, to the reforms no matter how much um, appropriation of the language of empowerment and choice and students interests um, uh, Biz um, and Joe Johnson have tried um, to instill in it um, and it's mainly it's not even to do that much with tuition fees actually but students actually seeing through the plan seeing them for what they are essentially for um, further entrenching marketization in the higher education sector and achieving something they didn't manage to achieve back in 2012 which was a fully functioning undergraduate tuition fee market where they thought institutions wouldn't go for the full 9k cap but of course it happened um, and Move, removing us further and further away from our vision of education being a public good um, but rather an individual good and a means to an end, a means to getting you a good paid job um, somewhere and even Joe Johnson referring to universities as a pipeline of graduates um, has upset quite a few of us because we think of education as a journey um, that opens up opportunities and changes your view of the world and also empowers you to change the world um, in return course you'll have a job on the side and many students go into HE to get a job but this is not the only thing that higher education um, is about it's not about producing graduates that are ready to work uh, upon graduation and ready to enter a job so that we'd pay our loans back quicker perhaps um, considering the sizable um, chunk that the loan book is becoming now with the attending uh, of maintenance grants and NHS bursaries into loans as well and with tuition fees going up that loan book is getting pretty big and we know they're trying to sell off um, chunks of it as we speak. Um, but what's really funny about um, the white paper is the amount of times that they repeat the phrase students interests. Um, ad nauseum really as if like if you repeat it enough times would actually believe that the plans are in students interests. Like 
have you asked us? Like our responses to the green paper were fairly negative and we're saying that's not really what we mean by student choice or like what we want. Um, yeah, and the fact that they keep saying that, thinking that we'll be convinced, but also not proposing any substantive plans in which they'd ensure that the plan that the reforms are in students' interests rather than just saying it. Um, you think with like bounce with joy um, upon hearing the news that they're creating an office for students. They're getting an office for us. Like, this is great. No, it's not. We have a national union of students to begin with. But also, who, who named it? Essentially, it's just a regulatory body, but it's going beyond that. It's amalgamating loads of functions within one body that will essentially do everything. It will dish out funding, it will be in charge of regulation, it will award and um, as well as um, retrieve degree awarding powers from institutions. It could even do your hair. It would like come and inspect you. It will be monitoring prevent in students' interest, except black students and Muslim students. They're not really students. Um, yeah, um, they're just targets for David Cameron. Um, but it, it is essentially just a name. If you look at the board positions that are specified in the Higher Education Bill for the OFS, there is no place reserved for a student on the governing body. So how, how does it work in our interest if you don't even reserve a place for us? Um, there is a mention of a representative um, that would speak in students' interest or represent students, but it doesn't say they have to be a student or an elected officer in, in any way. Um, and also there's a distinct lack of student voice throughout the plans in general. The only way that we'd be feeding into the teaching excellence framework, not that we like it, I'm just criticising the plans, are through NSS, which is a very passive act of filling in a satisfaction survey. Again, satisfaction is something very different from excellence it's are you satisfied with the course or do you think the teaching is excellent those are very two different questions that need different answers um, and by um, getting a student to sit on a TEF panel they're recruiting right now Hafki's going around students unions asking them if they've got names to put forward on TEF panels because NUS won't help them do that um, and we all know how students can feel around a board full of staff like often you'll be like the one student um, officer in a room with 20 other staff and it feels like you're a little fish in a sea of sharks. The power imbalance is sometimes so big that even with the best intentions and the most confident student leader in the room would kind of feel overwhelmed um, and sometimes shut down, um, even by staff who are like really, really uh, well-meaning. Um, so yeah, those plans are not really about us and we saw through them really quickly, although it took 87 pages to read the stuff, uh, but you can tell um, the fact that um, the, the word students in itself um, appears around tw uh, 200 times um, in, throughout the white paper, but 80% of those occurrences appear as part of the Office for Students um, as an expression in itself. I love content analysis, it's great. Um, content analysis also told me that employers' interests and taxpayers' interests feature more than students' interests as occurrences um, in, in the wording as well. So yeah, it's the trade and market, but um, uh, you can really see through them. Um, speakers have already spoken um, about how bad the TEF metrics are, so you don't really need me to be um, telling you that again. But um, again, we think student uh, employment outcomes and satisfaction bear no relation to teaching quality itself. And what students want would be a more qualitative assessment and the kind of narrative and the story around how um, student staff working together can um, 
contribute to um, enhancement. Um, and you might be um, glad to hear that at our national conference uh, back in April, uh, the two priority things that the higher education campaign has been mandated uh, to work on uh, was um, a motion called Divorce Our Courses from Market Forces. So um, using a range of tactics in tackling uh, the marketization of higher education, uh, develop an, an alternative discourse for what higher education looked like and for what teaching quality should look like because we want to talk about it, we just disagree with the mechanisms um, that you're proposing. Uh, but also doing actions such as sabotaging the National Student Survey, uh, which is something that used to come to NUS conference every year for the past decade because people disagree with the NSS. Um, as a tool uh, for marketization and feeding into league tables and it fell without fail every single year uh, but this year has managed to pass and that's because um, the NSS is a metric in the teaching excellence framework and students felt that oh so we're basically filling it in to then have our tuition fees uh, taking up in the next year so let's try that as a way of essentially messing up their pilots and showing how easily manipulative uh, the data is, which is something that we've been saying um, in response to the Green Paper, but how about we give them some evidence um, of how it's going to be done. Uh, this has been received very differently across students unions. Um, some really, really love their NSS um, and some don't, so it will be a massive challenge in coordinating it. Uh, but I'm very glad that at UCU Congress uh, last week, um, UCU have voted um, to support uh, NUS's call to sabotaging the NSS. Um, and the second um, thing that we'd be working on um, is subverting this um, very restrictive language around employability and the motion was called employability isn't working. It's quite funny, I love a good labour pun. Uh, but essentially it's challenging the government's rhetoric that the fact that there are poor graduate outcomes and differential graduate outcomes for students is something that universities need to be blamed for. Um, so students don't think that's correct, that's completely ignoring the kind of chaos um, that was created in the labour market by Tories and the coalition government and completely ignoring the fact that there are structural inequalities within it, that there's a gender pay gap, that BME graduates are 30% less likely to get um, jobs than white graduates and they get um, lower wage um, increments than their white counterparts. And even the, even the evidence that came out of an IFS report a few um, weeks ago highlighting the fact that um, what you study or what institution you um, studied at um, has um, less to do with um, your wage than your socioeconomic background. I mean, how surprising, water is wet, but now you've got evidence from the IFS. So um, again, this is going back on, this is not evidence-based policy, this is policy-based evidence and um, how they're trying to basically pin the fault with universities in, in, in what essentially is, is inequality in the labor market. So students will just have to be bored by really dull CV workshops and employability modules, but that's not what we want. It, just in the hope that someone who goes and studies um, at Sunderland and is from a WP background will match the outcome and does a history degree, uh, will match the employment outcomes of a white middle class kid who studies histories at Cambridge. I mean, it's, yeah. So we'll be working around and um, destroying that kind of narrative and showing that this is not 
I have to stop. Yeah. Um, I'll finish my sentence. Uh, we're also like, really worried about degree awarding powers and the fact that there are no student protections. Like, I don't necessarily care about an employer closing down. Um, I only care if there's actual students um, at that institution closing down. Um, so this is, again, something that students have picked up on. Um, current students who might not necessarily be affected, but they're essentially against this happening to future students. Um, so my takeaway message would be that um, students should be listened to more. That's not a surprising thing to say, but um, they should be trusted to know what's in their interests rather than like be told uh, what's in their interest. Thank you.